This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> I don't know why I pulled that up. You said Ben Shapiro earlier. I pulled it up. Bump a doop, 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 doop. That's a uh, well, you know, you like one of the Thug Life Ben Shapiro, yeah. Compilation videos. I do like yeah. Ben Shapiro. Uh huh. How are you, man? I'm pretty good. How are you? Forgot I was sitting on my keys. Well, you don't want to do that. Well, I don't like them poking me in the ass. No, you the don't. Entire uh, program. Some things you wouldn't want to do. Sit on your keys. Um, <laughs> have a ha, live in a Hillary Clinton presidency. Well, I, I think it's the same as a Donald you know? Trump, but that's just me. Yeah. Uh, welcome to give that some thought. Trap up broadcasting flagship show and like last... have glitter on your face when you're out in public. You wouldn't want that. Bastion of sanity in a twisted world. Do I have glitter on my face? Yeah, you that... do. Really? Where? How much? <laughs> There's know. a lot of glitter in my house. I've seen it like three, like three different points really? on your face. I was just sitting down. I was like, should I bring it up? Is he cheating on his wife, or is it just the kids? <laughs> Getting into some shit. <laughs> I'll just allude to it, and hopefully, maybe he t- if he takes the bait, then I'll know. Right? No, well, it's entirely possible path. because there's a lot of glitter at my house, thanks to uh, my wife. Are you? Are you? Are you are your children become strippers or something? <laughs> yeah. No, I wish they'd make a ton of cash that way. Uh, uh, I, uh, maybe if you're John, if you're you know, <laughs> right. John Podesta. Hashtag PizzaGate. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> by the way, what's the entry fee? Like, how do we how do we get in on PizzaGate? What's the- a billion dollars? <laughs> like we covered a couple oh, weeks that's ago. That's right. Remember? How to get to a billion dollars? Yeah. That's right. We billion. should have called. We should have just called that episode "How to Get to a Billion Dollars." Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> we we just said that that was the benchmark. Not like we gave no instructions of how to. Right. Well, yeah. we should though. Uh, anyways, welcome to give them some thought. Trap up our Kensington flagship show in the last bastion of sanity in a twisted world. The weather is cool, but it's warmer. It's quite warm. It, the, By the way, is summer here now or what? The, the weather is temperate. Here in St. Louis, it's been like 70 degrees the last couple of days. Uh, 65. 65 with those slight breeze. It's been very nice. I've enjoyed it immensely. Out into the 50s uh, in the evening. The THC settles just right on a mind control by MK Ultra. Joining me is my co host, Matt Hume. Matt, how are you? Uh, pretty good. How you doing? CNN. I do not have glitter on my face. I do, however, have a red eye. I probably do. Do you? So. What's the. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Matt has a. It's like a scar. What did you. I had pink eye. Do you really? Yeah. I had. Well, at least. Have you been eating asshole? No, I have not. I'm pretty sure that uh, my dirty uh, roommate Frida rubbed her big hairy cat butt all over my pillow or something happened, but I don't know. Like last Tuesday, I got something. Did you get a prescription? Uh, My sister had gotten gotten pink eye, and so got to use some of the stuff that she had, and it's been clearing up pretty good. I really hope I don't get it. No, you you don't. I'm I'm not contagious at all. I have drops that that are antibacterial drops that once you use for like 48 hours you're good okay because i really don't want to get that because that would start about mm, at my house i i understand that and i almost i'm I, if if believe me i know i would have i would have told you because no big deal to cancel i would have told you yeah don't come over. yeah and it is no big deal to cancel we cancel yeah. all the time so um was it last friday so last tuesday i was bugging me i don't know just something at work felt like it was off right so anyway I think it was maybe then I got something in my eye or had something in my eye. Uh, so, you know, a couple of days go by of rubbing it. And then on on Friday, Friday morning, I wake up about 8, 10, go in the bathroom, do my business. 
Get up, look in the mirror. Whole right side of Matt's eye is a bright, vibrant crimson. <laughs> bright, vibrant crimson. Uh, yeah. So did you skip work then? I did. I called in to work. Because you're, spo- you're supposed to. It's that's highly contagious. And yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah, like and I missed that day of work. And, I mean, you know, they had a shit day because of me. Yeah. You know? But uh, It's always a bummer when somebody calls in. I get to, I get to have a Friday off. I went, <laughs> well, you went know. back to bed for a couple hours. Nice. Uh, but yeah, pink eye, not fun. Not fun. I've never had it. I don't think. I don't recall ever having it. So here's but... the thing. All right. Over Christmas, my sister Maggie had pink eye. It was Thanksgiving or Christmas. I think it was Christmas. Now, whose ass did she eat? I have no, I have no clue, you know. <laughs> she's 20 years old. Kermit, that's none of my business. You know, she's a young lady. Uh, she she can take care of her own circumspectness. Uh, as her brother, I do not I do not think about it because she's got three brothers much closer to her age. And right, I've heard stories before of because she's she's quite quite a pretty girl. Um, yeah, of of boys trying to trying to move Gentleman in callers. If and you will. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, surprisingly, my brother Sam, who you know, has been on the show before, yeah, like he. Puts put lays down the law. Oh, huh? he put it. He yeah, he laid it down. Nice. And, yeah, get rid of these. As you uh, should get rid of these scrubs. As you say anyway. But yeah. she had pink eye over Christmas. My brother Joel and I. Well, apparently didn't get rid of all of them. But anyways, <coughs> we'll move on. <laughs> My brother Joel and I. Yeah. Uh, teased her relentlessly. Yeah, as you should. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, hey, yeah, eye full of poop, and she's like, yeah, it's not how it happens. It turns out it's not how it happens. That's just a myth. No, it's not. No. Well, okay. Well, According to Addison's book of science Google says differently but okay Well Addison's book of science has never been wrong in 28 years So, so my brother Joel and I <laughs> made fun of her For it right? You know? um, <laughs> so I texted my mom the other day To see if she had any medication Left over like that I could use something, yeah. uh, On for that Friday when I got it And she was like No Joel had it too A couple weeks ago My brother and I both got pink eye after two months ago, like teasing my sister, my baby sister yeah. about having pink yeah. eye, we both got the pink eye. Right. So karma. I don't know if she, karma it, bit you in the ass. I don't know who. Maybe it. Maggie's a witch. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> maybe she cursed us with like voodoo. It was like serves them right. I'm gonna give him pink eye. All right. You know? Exactly. Teach you to make fun of me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I can't help but uh, the last couple Sundays, I've tried to. Uh, I've tried to. <clears throat> Rehone in my focus uh, at church, if you will. Oh, crap. Google alerts. Something. I think we're... Ten, I don't know what we're doing. Um, I've tried to rehone in my focus at work and make it... Uh, uh, make church <laughs> great again, if you will. Uh-huh. Like, I've tried to really... Um, Kind of focus in and, now, uh, and we can go back to the audio tape. But you made a Freudian slip. You said I've tried to rehone my focus at work. Oh, did I? I'm in church. Then, yeah, and then you went on. Oh talk wow, about I'm church, sorry. So. I'm I, I'm in church. Yeah. Do you actually see church as work? <laughs> well, it is sometimes, but I'm trying to I'm trying to get to a point where I'm back to um, being able to to really worship, if you will. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's been a minute, you know, since since that has been the case. Um, I, I, I'm not sure why. I, mm-hmm. I think there's a couple of, um, reasons, but, but one of the things now that pops in my head, thanks to you and thanks to the dialogue we've had on this program is, uh, as we sing and as we have the message and, and that sort of thing, I always think to myself, um, that this is a magical ceremony yeah. and I, I used to stop there and mm-hmm. that would, I would leave, I would leave it at that for myself intellectually. I'd be like, well, this is just a magical ceremony. 
essentially assuming or or I guess deciding for myself that I'm not a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then a, a, a point that you've honed in on and um, I think partially because I had brought it up because of the meme magic and we had had a conversation about it anyways because of that Higher Side Chats episode and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, this whole idea of intent being most of magic. And intent so, being the engine whereby magic is fueled. Right. So now when I'm there... That's the starting process of the thought, and and the thought is, you know, this is a magic ceremony, and then it's like, well, then my intent needs to be right here so that I get out of it and put into it what I'm supposed to. Yeah. I don't know if you because, care well, to offer any advice there, but... No, but because, I... Because, like I said, I want to get it back to a point where I'm, where I'm worshipping. Yeah. And... Because it's been a minute since I've done that, and, and well, like I, I said, I'm not sure why. I, I, I think maybe maybe it's my fault, maybe throwing up that... that Oh, revealing kind of historically, anthropologically, what that actually is—the church service, right? <coughs> but that's cultures, a, but that's, that's that it is, to our it, listeners it is, as well. That's not necessarily bad. No, no, it is inherently a magical, magical ceremony you're taking part in, right? So, at its very basis, no matter what label you slap on it, no matter wh- what what the the movements church, of, of, of the service, spell, whatever, yeah, of of it of it is, yeah. It's it's ultimately a magical ceremony. Um, I don't I don't think I, I think maybe me telling you that maybe that threw up a mental block. It's possible. I don't know. Yeah. So, but but um, I think the whole uh, we've heard this before, right? From the the pulpit, you get out what you put into it. Yeah. You know, yeah. as far as worship goes, and in other things, but specifically in the context of worship, you get out what you put into it. Um, and I think that's true. Uh, and I think as long as what you're putting into it and what you're receiving from it isn't causing you to um, believe the wrong things or do the wrong things, um, yeah, then I don't think I don't think it's inherently a bad thing. But yeah, like you like you just said, it's it's your intent. It's how you're intending to use this magical ceremony. Are you using it to recharge your your batteries for the week? I mean, come on. How many times have we heard from the pulpit? Like, come here on Sunday morning and recharge your batteries. to Recharge the spirit. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But, but, but coven... Well, that's not necessarily but a bad thing. Which covens do the same thing. They get together on the full moons <laughs> and they have their, you know, they prance around naked in the woods and play with streamers and uh, worship trees or whatever bullshit they did, that they do. <laughs> And they get recharged. I'm, I'm not privy to you know the, naked uh, in the light of the full moon, right? Uh, God, which you think sexy, but no, you you owe and you you like right. It's witches. Kind of, it's kind of like that old like, thing. Like, have you ever seen a lesbian in real life? Exactly, it's, exactly, it's exactly yeah. what it no. is. Uh, witches dancing <laughs> then in the moonlight. You see the people that are in that are into like witchcraft, for example, exactly. and into that, and then you're like, the thought of you naked is the furthest thing from sexy. I mean, it, it's physically <laughs> the equivalent of cafeteria lady no clothes. <laughs> Like that's exactly. what you're dealing with when it comes to that's right. Like your Earth Mother Wicked types, right? Uh, right. So in tune with the spirit, you, you're 80 years old, right? Okay, <laughs> exactly. You're dancing in the moonlight, but a lot of stuff isn't getting moonlight because of other, how low other it's hanging, stuff. right? That's right. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> shaggy breast shade. Mm. Shade. Anyway, uh, so. Yeah, I think that's the title of the episode. Have you have you ever seen a real life lesbian? <laughs> have you seen a real life lesbian, man? I have. Yes. You know, there was only actually one lesbian that I've ever known who was who was to me 
physically attractive. No, we we're, we're and both you, thinking and we the both same know one. The, oh yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and and even I, I wouldn't necessarily say a ten or you know my cup of tea per se. But, no, but sexy. But, yeah, but a, a physically attractive. Yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the only one. She had a little bit of like an attitude. Yeah, but if you put up with the attitude just a little bit, then she was cool with you. Yeah, you know and, that sort of. That was, sort of yeah, she had a great personality too. Yeah, she was all right. Yeah. But. Now there's a lesbian uh, at work. Um, fantastic personality. Mm-hmm. Well, you, so, know. you know, six on the uh, on, on the on the attractive scale. Well, you know, maybe yeah, five and a half, six. Maybe she's got a lot of money. Well, she doesn't. Oh, because <laughs> you're working at yeah. Okay, no, I get you. <laughs> But she's super, she works with you. She's yeah. super fun. I love her to death. Yeah, we, we, we we'll look at girls sometimes, and I'll point out girls to her. I'll be like, I'll be like, I'm like, look at this right over here, and she's like, she's like, yep, yeah, and she does it because she's trying to fit in with a male dominated patriarchy. But you're really just making her uncomfortable. No, I under- totally understand that. I, if you say the word uh, patriarchy on this podcast, patriarchy. Oh my god, patriarchy doesn't exist, man. You ought to know that. You listen to Ben Shapiro and, and Milo Yiannopoulos. The patriarchy does exist. Speaking of Milo. Hold on. No, hold on. We'll, okay. We're going to get to that. All right. But we need to finish this other thought first. Uh, speaking of the pa- the patriarchy does exist and is the only thing keeping this world halfway civilized. Okay. <laughs> and it's the only thing that's kept this world halfway civilized right. for three GD millennia. So let's just leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well. Oh, uh, straight white men have been taking care of the entire planet. For th- for three thousand years, we're do- oh we've God. done a pretty good job. Okay, we've given well, women rights. We've got rid of slavery for the most part, except for the Democrats. The first one, the second one was not a mistake. Yeah. I don't think. But anyway, uh, going back to worship and intent. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so you know, all, all all magical ceremonies go off of this intent, and, and worship is what you bring to it, right? Right. So as long as you're bringing to it. Um, Pure intent and 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 receiving pure intent from it and 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 not trying to use it as a way to uh, manipulate. Um, I don't think that there's anything bad that can happen from it. But I want to explore something else. What you said about worship and intent, yeah, and a- magic about work. Okay, the, the little slip, like the Freudian slip. Yeah, where you meant to say church, but you said work instead. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even notice it, but yeah, well, it kind of stuck out to me. I mean, mm-hmm. personally, I think maybe that's maybe that's a, a piece of it. Mm-hmm. Is that it is work? Yeah, it's a habit. It's a hassle. Like how how many Sundays have you gone in the past two years? Yeah, without when on Sunday morning alarms go off, right. and you think it'd be really nice if like there was a giant snow snowstorm and we could get away with a viable excuse not to go to church. Like, I don't want to not go to church, but it would kind of be a nice day. Well, see, and then this is, this is partially, uh, it's kind of a symptom of a greater issue, which is we're so busy during the week and my wife does so much and I do so much just in terms of time and hours yeah. and, you know, everywhere we go and everything that by the time Sunday gets here, you know, it, 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 it it's sometimes Sunday morning, the alarms go off and it's just like, Oh my God, just another thing. Another thing <coughs> we have to be at. And like for, for instance, going to bed Saturday night. I need to find myself get, a good Sunday night church. Getting that's <laughs> what I think is what we're getting down to here. Sleeping in on yeah. Sunday morning, yeah, or sleep waking up on Sunday morning. How many times does your brain scan for an excuse? Oh, like yeah. subconsciously. Yeah, almost. Yeah, like every time. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's because it is work. Yeah, you know. But it, I and think, that's not a bad thing. Yeah, and well, and that also has to do with you know getting the kids up and and you know getting. You know, it's not just me and Meredith can, you know, skate by with, you know, 
nary a shower or a comb run through the hair, but sure, now we sure. got to get all these monsters yeah. ready to roll. Go to church smelling of Sunday morning sex. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I've done it before, but oh. it's been a while. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know those deacons know, right? Now, like they well, can... We have we have we have uh, uh, at our church we have a secret elder board um, that is that actually gets things done. So, yeah, yeah, consists of my buddy Aaron and uh, his buddy Rick, uh, who you I think met. Uh huh. Uh, tall, skinny kid, wiry kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, super country and all that okay. nonsense. But you guys are the ones who are making um, sure that no men, good Christian men, pass the front doors of the vestibule smelling like pussy. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> or hungover or anything like that? Okay, I guess. gotcha. Yep. No, yep. <laughs> They're waiting there with some with some emergency and some Dracar Noir and a Gatorade. And like, here you go, buddy. Dracar Noir, the smell of douche. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dracar Noir. I'm actually selling a couple Dracar, or I'm going to be selling some Dracar Noir stuff uh, on eBay. Yeah. Um, right now, I've got I've got a hundred thirty dollar bottle of uh, of Armani. Uh, it's women's fragrance that's discontinued, and there there's sold listings for it that are going from one hundred and fifty to one hundred and seventy five dollars. Damn. For the bottle, yeah, and I've I think I've got one up for one sixty, and then I've got this other one that is actually the daughter of Picasso or something like that or something her fragrance or something. Anyways, it's discontinued too. I've got it up for thirty bucks, and literally thirty nine ninety nine I think is my uh, price. And literally, I've gotten probably eight to ten offers since I put it up a week ago hmm. uh, of people saying like, "Will you take twenty five? Will you take twenty eight? Will you take?" And I'm like, I'm, and I literally just I literally just reply to their offer with the price of the listing. <laughs> Because anyway, you reply with an offer, you know, yeah. you can either accept the offer or reply with the counter offer. And I always choose reply with the counter offer. And then I put the original price there yeah. just to be a dick. Uh, I, or I thought about, I thought about, cause I could make it higher. Yeah. Like I could do my counter offer higher than my original listing and just be like, sucker, the price is what it is. Yeah. Well, that's probably why you've sold it already. <laughs> don't be a dick. <laughs> Anyways. Well, don't, don't be rude. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. Okay. The no, listen. The no, no. You are fake news. All right. Your no. organization is terrible. <laughs> the Trump voice is going to kill you, Matt. Be careful. Don't be rude. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Don't be rude. Mm. Your no, no. I won't give you a question. Your organization is terrible. Mm. Uh, anyways, so uh, do, shall we talk about? Um, it's time for. This week in faggotry. <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, things aren't going so well for Breitbart's the, Golden by Boy. By the way, if, uh, I, I want to keep doing this segment. If we do this week in faggotry, yes, if we do, this will be even more offensive than our, our original. The original OP, OP is a faggot. faggot. That's yes, right. yes. Yeah. This week in faggotry. But is it going to be news about gay people? Is it going to be because it's just faggy news? It's. <laughs> I mean, because Milo's. I think. I think we can all. We all know that he's perfectly okay with it. Yeah. I mean, there was. Yeah. His tour. He called it the Dangerous Faggot Tour. Yeah. So he's perfectly fine with that. Well, and, I, I, and surprisingly I, enough, most gays are okay with that term that I've met. As I, a term, I don't know. like you can't just walk down, like you know, be like, "Hey, fags. Walk through San Francisco, be like, "Faggot, faggot, faggot." Right. Like, you can't do that. But <laughs> as, well, as in all things, I dream of a world where we can. As Matthew. in all things, it's context. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it's right. context, yeah. and you it, you can say anything to anybody as long as it's within context. Mm-hmm. With context. Unless right. you say nigger to a Democrat. And then... <laughs> well, then then context is thrown out the window hold on. and you're a racist. Hold on. Let me see if there are any Democrats in the apartment right now. That's right. Nigger. 
I don't. I don't think yeah, we're silence, yeah, yeah. No, we're exactly. good. We're good. Pete. <laughs> Pete. Oh, hey, frick. frick! He's not in. <laughs> oh, I like that we did, we did that in sync. It's a fantastic movie and a fantastic scene. <laughs> when they're trying to find Pete and he is already zombified, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, Spoilers, bro. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. If it's you like haven't a, seen uh, Shaun of the Dead. It's uh, like a 15-year-old uh, movie, man. Come on. That's <laughs> true. But it's fantastic. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Milo. So what is the deal? So apparently he was on, I don't know, Joe Rogan. Like yeah, 10 like years that. ago. Yeah. Or five years ago. or it, It's been a long time. Yeah. But now it's been brought back up. Like, the, the information isn't new, from what I understand. No, but but I think that's what we see in the media, is they hold on to the information for as long as possible, you know? But it was but that, that's that's what, what I specifically don't get. Like, or it was not, on YouTube. Not as long like as possible. Was... But still, Milo Yiannopoulos hasn't been a major mainstream name like this election or until whatever. the past couple months not even until this ele- well he became a major player because of Breitbart and he was a major player because of Breitbart and then the selection came along and he became a, ho- a household name for people the, to the average Trump voter okay okay yeah your Fair average tor- Trump voter under the age of 40 knew who Milo Yiannopoulos was knows who Ben Shapiro is things like that um and so I, I but but it wasn't until <coughs> Sorry, man. It wasn't until um, about a month ago mm-hmm. with the stuff at uh, what was it, UC Berkeley? Oh yeah, when they tore up the campus or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Lit a trash can on fire. Yeah, it wasn't until the white guy. It wasn't something. until then that know. his his name was plastered across cable news for twenty four hours, forty eight hours. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody covered those riots, those protests. Okay, right. air quotes, heavy air quotes, right? Air quotes so heavy they have their own gravitational pull. Right, protests. Every channel was covering it. Right. I mean, my boss brought it up at work the next day. Right. You know? Did you hear about these riots? Exactly. Yeah. People were talking yeah. about it, and it yeah. was because of Milo. So it was a month ago. Then he's on the big stage. Then he's on the national stage. Then everybody knows. Then he becomes a target for the left because now the left knows about him. Right. And, you know, six months ago, it was just a certain portion of the left that knew about him. Right. People really tuned the, in or something. The Twitter portion. Right. Okay. But now it's everyone. Now he becomes a much, when you if you take him down now, it seems like it's a much bigger score. Like, we finally got the mouthpiece, the megaphone for this dangerous alt-right Nazi fascists. Right. That's that's the move that they're trying on to. Reddit, uh, th- make, make the joke, and I thought it was pretty funny. They were like, "Here's Milo's uh, uh, statement on the thing," and it just uh, took you to a page on Twitter that said, uh, "This account is not available." Yeah, because <laughs> he's been banned. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, where is? But wh- wh- what did he say? To get specifically to get banned or this what, whole well, th- this whole situation? Oh, this. Okay, so I, I went back and listened to part of it. I I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I fall somewhere in the middle because I can see both of it. For one, for on on one hand, he's very clearly, um, and he, he even said this himself. This mm-hmm. isn't this isn't my reading into it or whatever. But he was a victim. Okay. Yes, uh, he was raped when he was very ago. young. Yes, by another man. Um, uh, <laughs> and um, so so on one hand, there, there's that. And on the flip, uh, or on the other hand, you have, I do believe there's a little bit of of sort of making 
mountain down a molehills yeah. when it comes to this. Because I listened to the Joe Rogan piece, and I listened to this other, uh, when he showed up on the Drunken Peasants podcast, which, by the way, the Amazing Atheist I like. I'm not sure who those other guys are or whatever, but uh, um, Amazing Atheist is a YouTuber that I've I've watched some of his stuff over the course of the last 10 years or so, five years. Anyways, um, yeah, and it didn't really seem like he was saying, because the headline was, and sort of like that, that just the narrative, if you will, was uh, Milo defends pedophilia. Yeah. And that wasn't at all the vibe that I got. Well, what he really said was, Adults can be attracted, sexually attracted to teenagers. Well, and he said he said a bunch of, and he said things like that, and yeah. I get that things might be offensive, mm-hmm. but he, at no point did I, that I caught, did he say or defend pedophilia, mm-hmm. which is the abuse of minors by adults. Yeah. Right? Um, so, be that as it may, and whether or not you agree with uh, adults can be attracted to children or or sometimes those relationships happen. I think he also said, he said um, uh, also in terms of, of uh, gay people because he was referring to when he was 17 and the age of consent in the UK is 16 and he was having a relationship with a 29-year-old um, and he was talking about how he felt that that relationship could be considered healthy and, and that's not, to me, that has nothing to do with or is not in the same realm as pedophilia. <coughs> that's just me though. Yeah. So, but anyways, uh, so let's, let's, let's the family of his own volition. He, uh, resigned from Bright Bart. Yeah. Um, that's fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'll get to that point in, in a minute, but let's define our terms first. Mm-hmm. Pedophilia. What do we mean by pedophilia? Right. Uh, I'm going to introduce a term here, a phobophilia mm-hmm. from Google. A phobophilia is the primary or exclusive adult sexual interest in mid to late adolescence, generally age 15 to 19. Which in some states encompasses the age of consent. Yes. Some states and some countries. However, I think Australia as long is like as, 14, as, right? As long as there, you, have, you have a certain gap in age. Right. You know, it can be like 40 years. Right. But five years. Yeah. Right. However, the term pedophilia is commonly used as the general public to refer to any sexual interest in minors below the age of consent. Anyway, a phobophilia. Now, I challenge anyone being honest with themselves. You're almost 30? 28. Okay. 29 in April. All right. I'm 33. Mm-hmm. I, I, being honest with yourself. There have been times when you in your late 20s, recently, you saw a teenager, someone you, you saw and you're like, they're 16. They're mm-hmm. 17. Mm-hmm. But you thought to yourself, hmm, it's a, it's a, that's a good-looking man, uh, woman. Oh. Wait, oh, what are we? Well, no, I mean, yeah. Does it? But, but I mean. Does if, it matter? Or If you want to be, that's not a big deal. Like, that's okay. fine. You just probably want to talk about it with your wife. Okay. Okay. No, I was thinking about, I was talking about girls. Okay, right. Sure. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I like girls. Well, yeah, me too. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, <coughs> who doesn't love themselves? Some girls. Let's go get some girls, man. So, a thirty-year-old man mm-hmm. looking at a sixteen-year-old girl mm-hmm. and thinking she's good-looking, she's tra- attractive, or thinking, "Man, I'd like to have sex with her." Right. 
Fill in whatever colloquialism you want there, okay? <laughs> but that's right. But yeah. for our experiment, he's saying to himself, "Golly gee whiz, I'd like to just yeah, I'd like to please her something fierce, right?" <laughs> for the sake of our PG in the podcast. marital manner, if, the mar- if, that's if right. I may, that's right. That's what he's thinking. Yeah, lie with, I believe the term yes. is. Yeah. Now, why? Why? Right. Certainly, in today's day and age, the age of consent. 18. Right. 17 in Missouri. Okay. Well, there you go. I'm told. Uh, well, yeah. Okay. I mean, I've looked it up. But oh, it's yeah. For my, it was for friends. It wasn't for me. Okay. No, if it was for friends. No, it was for friends. Yeah, you're fine. If it's for friends. For okay. Yeah. Personal. Because they probably didn't have Google or anything. But yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. Because that's, I mean, that's that makes perfect sense. There's just being a good friend. You'd ask another friend about. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, age of consent. That's right. Anyway, you talked to your dad recently. Um, <laughs> but uh, da, 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 point, point is, he's doing great. Uh, anyway, don't be rude. <laughs> Gosh, we're full on classic rock FM DJs at this point. We really are. <laughs> Say nothing. Just just punchlines back and forth at each other. No setup. No nothing. Right. Well, shoot. I mean, we ought to get picked up any day now. I mean, the only problem is you're used to getting up early. I'm going to have to switch my schedule because if we're going to do that, if we're going to do the morning, if we're going to do morning drive time, we're going to. Oh, you meant like DJ BG picked up for being like DJs. Get... I was thinking like the cops. <laughs> so. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Get picked up um, and do, I don't know, some local, some FM station, you know. In the morning. And then, I mean, how hard can it be? Because we do an hour of content off the cuff most of the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, we prepare things or bring things to the table, what, 30% of the time? I can't stress enough how little we prepare for this show. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Exactly. But And we just spit out an hour, which in radio time... Yeah. Especially if it's a music station, Mm -hmm. in radio time, that's... that's, Three hours of, of sure. Of, <laughs> I mean, like, sometimes on this on this program, I will especially start. If you shoot to news, like yeah. then that's that. Yeah, that's that's an hour, an hour of regular of straight traffic talking. updates, commercials. It's, exactly, that's three four hours of yeah, uh, which is a whole show. That's a whole segment. Basically, what we're saying is we have a full solid five years of experience in the that's radio right. business. That's right. <laughs> You know, sometimes on this program, in, we'll, in dog years, we're Howard Stern. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> sometimes on this program, we'll uh, we'll start a sentence, yeah, and not even know where we're going with That's it. That's right. You That's know? right. Uh, like I a, will never, like an improv conversation for any reason, an improvisation, ever, under any circumstance, ever, for any reason, ever. Sometimes I start a sentence and. I don't know how it's going to end. It's just an improv conversation. An improvisation. <laughs> <coughs> the great Michael Scott. Back to the original point. Yes. A febophilia. Right. Is he a sexual attraction to teenagers who are of age? Right. Well, not of age. They're not of age. Right. But they are physically adults. Right. Okay. Right. That is... If you're a 30, 40, 50 year old man and yeah. you see a hot 16 year old and you think, man, she's hot, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. I'd like to have her in the marital way, mm-hmm. that is your biology kicking in because you obviously want to go for the most fertile and the best wombs that you can. And there's nothing better than like a 17 year old womb, especially if it's a black womb. I mean, have you oh, seen those come things? Come on, dude. Come on. It's like one oh, after the other. Oh, my God. 
Okay. You're the All right. worst. I kid, I kid, I kid. <laughs> All right. Their birth rate is well within acceptable. God, I can't even finish that sentence. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. See, I, I've taken to doing this thing because I do it at work. I'll make jokes like that. Not yeah. quite like that, yeah. but, but, but similar to that. And then, so what I do is I'll always back it up by a nice little jab at the white folks. Okay, yeah. I don't no. know if you've taken to doing this thing. Well, you work in a predominantly white environment. I work yeah. in a predominantly yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, minority environment. And so what I'll do is I'll, I'll do that, and then I'll take a stab, and I'll be like, I'll be like, but you know, who am I kidding? We got heroin. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like you'll, you know, you'll, like, you'll take a jab. But you and know then, us abusing the opiates. Yeah. <laughs> you know, take a jab, then walk it back. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I'd be like, yeah, none of you guys know your dads. <laughs> also, we do an assload of math. <laughs> You know, because just to cement home, you know, well, yeah. we all have problems. Mm-hmm. And I'm not making fun of, you know, I'm making fun of that because that's the audience, not because you you guys, uh, you know, none of you know your dads and that's that's the issue. Well, yeah, white people, white people do tons of meth and yeah. pain pills. So yeah. it doesn't, like, is one worse or better? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> so back both, to the races, original- both races are killing themselves at an equal rate. Like it doesn't. That's true. Yeah. Back to the original point. Right. Hemophilia. Um, uh, Phoebophilia. Um, up until 100 years ago, right. up until 50 years ago, right. you were vastly limited in your, um, your, 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 the dating pool. Right. Okay? Right. If you lived 100 years ago, you lived in Nebraska, you had about a 10, 15 mile radius of mates to choose from. Yeah, and that was it. And that was it. Yeah. So if you're a 25 year old guy who just staked your plot, and there's a 15 year old farm girl who lives two miles over, and she's the one of like maybe two or three people in your age range of the opposite sex who are single, right? Within a you know a plus minus ten years, exactly. You throw the crow's feet before her, exactly, <laughs> and she smashes them under her, under her boot, and then right. you have sealed the deal of marriage. Right, <laughs> it's a shrewd tradition. It, it is. Uh, so, we marry so, standing in our own graves. <laughs> Funerals are very romantic. The weddings, however, are a bleak affair. <laughs> uh, anyway, so so. That was socially acceptable 100 years ago. Yeah. You go to a country like India today, mm-hmm. and it's still somewhat socially accept- acceptable right. within the more rural areas. Um, go to France 500 years ago, or London 500 years ago. Mm-hmm. Not quite as socially acceptable, but still within the range. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what I'm saying is that that as as the dating pool has gotten larger, as as the pool of mates has gotten larger... We have accepted and come to accept that the morally just thing to do is, since we have such a large amount of mates available to us, they is to choose to one. Your age. Choose one within your age range, right. and we've gotten to the point where we've made laws about it because we look down <coughs> on people that don't. on thirty-year-olds, yeah, who marry fifteen-year-olds. Yeah. And side note, real quick about just, but that doesn't mean that two hundred years ago it wasn't something that was completely acceptable, acceptable yeah. and for. 40,000 years of existence, and it's been the biological imperative. Yeah. So to undo that within the space of 50, 100, 250 years, it's quite a hard thing to do. Right. Reprogram the biology. Exactly. Of, yeah. And the fact that, a, that that 40-year-olds, you know, go through the midlife crisis, buy a sports car, blow all their money on the hot 20-year-old, you know, bimbo. Right. The hostess at Chili's. Right. Exactly. Right. That's That's part of the biological imperative to do. 
Right. Right? Right. Well, and and, and a side note that I was going to make about just the, the whole idea of relationships. So, I mean, you could say that, well, a relationship of, of an adult with, with, with a child or a minor or, or mm-hmm. teens like that, you know, oh, it's taking advantage of or it's it's um, it's grooming or it's an unhealthy relationship, all these types of things. But I would argue that that doesn't, that doesn't even – those factors – uh, should be a place in any relationship, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so you can you can take advantage of, be manipulated, be manipulated by, and be be um, um, controlled by somebody in a relationship, uh, male, female, male, male, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, regardless of age. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I mean, you, you you could be the exact same age and and have all those issues too. Abuse that's takes all forms. Part, exactly, and that's that's just a part of healthy relationships. Yeah. From the ground up. And, and kind of what Milo was talking about was he was talking about being abused by a priest when he was 13 years old. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he says he does not blame the priest for being attracted to the 13-year-old. Right. He blames him for raping the 13-year-old. Right. He blames him for raping him when he was 13. Right. But not for being attracted to him when he was 13. And that is where this whole thing comes down to. Right. Is that he said it wasn't inherently wrong for a priest to be attracted to a 13-year-old person. Someone who probably already hit puberty. And then he made the extremely dark joke that uh, (coughs) he wouldn't give such great head today if it weren't for that priest. Exactly. And and he he even noted that he made that at his own expense because of a trauma that he To deflect. Which is how I, that's, and that that was something that resonated with me because I'm like, well, that's how I handle things. Yeah. I'll, I'll make a joke about anything in my life to not let you know that it bothers me. Yeah. Right, yeah. you know that's just how exactly. I, I do it. Some people do that, some people don't. I understand that's not. I was everybody. actually watching that's exactly what I do. I was actually watching a Bill Maher interview this morning at work with him on YouTube. You know, just I've got my tasks set in front of me. I like to, you know, about nine thirty. I like to get a bunch of different ingredients all in one spot. <laughs> set up my YouTube and right. watch a conspiracy YouTube video for like an hour before anybody else comes in. There you go. And I just stand there in front of the, my phone and just kind of work, and everything's right there. You just have anyway, your brain going. I was doing that this morning, but I was watching him on Bill Maher. And he did that several times when talking about this kind of stuff, specifically when talking about abuse. He deflected. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that makes the sensitive sore spot for him. Obviously, he got raped by a priest when he was 13. Right. He's going to be messed up from it. Right. Um, and I think that that happens with, with... And I'm no psychologist, but you could probably point to other uh, characteristics of his that, sure. that go back to that. That's the way it is for everybody that goes through trauma. And that's that's one of the points. That's another reason why they want to take him out so much is because he made this point that people who are gay are not normal. And he's made that point before. He made that point on Bill Maher. People who are transgendered and gay are not normal. And it's true. He is saying what he's saying is empirically true. They are not normal. Biologically speaking. They are abnormal that is not the, the whole biological animal the human as 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 race in general we we strive to make more of ourselves and you mm-hmm. cannot procreate with two men <coughs> it is an abnormality men but you are, should, sure can try men should not try to be women and women should not try to be men that is right. an abnormality and we abnormalities are fine we have abnormalities all the, all of the time Okay. Mm-hmm. Some people don't like sci-fi and fantasy. That is an abnormality of their brain. Okay. Mm-hmm. But but you know, normal people are supposed to like those things, Addison. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, uh, 
I don't think so. so. What he and I think that's one of the messages of his, specifically because he is such a flamboyant gay man, mm-hmm. is that they want to kill that. He's a very dangerous faggot. Exactly, and that's one of the reasons why he's so dangerous. Is that one of his messages is that homosexuality is inherently wrong. There's there's nothing errantly, I guess you could say. There's nothing intrinsically wrong with the act of two men having sex, but <laughs> I'm, I, from a I'm moral sorry, standpoint, the 11-year-old in me is going to chuckle at two men having sex. From the moral standpoint, <laughs> yeah, and the biological standpoint of morals being what the the greater good that will help um, to propagate our species and create strong culture, right? And the biological Im- input that says make more of myself, right? It is wrong <coughs> because it doesn't serve those ends Be, yeah exactly yeah. exactly biologically and morally it's wrong from 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 a pleasure standpoint okay go ahead do, do what you're gonna do <laughs> but but the things that we base our culture on the things that we build our civilizations around are our biological imperatives and our moral imperatives okay uh what best serves the man who or the animal who is man, and how will that man live together with other animals who are man? So, from a philosophical standpoint, he, he the the arguments he makes are on point, um, and he is a gay man willing to speak out and be the lone voice crying in the wilderness saying that homosexuality is wrong, being transgendered is wrong. If you want to do it, that's your moral choice, and we shouldn't be able to stop you, but we need to stop the, a culture that propagates and encourages it. The normality of it. The normality of it. Yeah. <coughs> if you're someone who questions your sexual identity right now and you're listening to give that some thought, you're not our target demographic. Uh, and we do not <laughs> discourage you from being a gay person. If you want to be a gay person, be a gay person. We've had Kyle on the on the show before. Mm-hmm. He's gay. I have. Um, and and I, there are some things that Kyle has ta- told me. About himself, mm-hmm. I would be more than willing to share with you off the air, but I'm not going to do that because of Kyle's my friend, and I'm not going to do that. But anyway, uh, a lot of the gay people I know have had uh, instances in their in their youth that have made them turn from the normal. Okay, right. Just like almost across the board, every single person who is a pedophile was preyed upon by As an adult child. when they were a young child. I'm talking yeah. prepubescent, right. okay? Right. So before there's grass on the field. Right. Right? Right. Almost across the board, uh, pedophiles prey on younger children because they were abused when they were that age. Yeah, by and large. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't, like I said, I listened to his original comments and I, I, didn't, I didn't see this theme of defending pedophiles. Yeah. Uh, could be wrong. I, I don't know. And and Joe Rogan also too, man. He he. I mean, I've never been that much of a Rogan fan. But that he's original, a shill. he's a stool. He's he's well. He's one of those guys who's there to. He's the Judas sheep to lead us astray and make all the people who might be interested in conspiracy theories focus on him. Just like Alex Jones. No, he's well. If anything, he's there to uh, sell us those that ridiculous snake oil from his on it company. Um, that being said. Uh, it pissed me off because Joe Rogan was like, because uh, uh, when Milo was on his show, he's like, he's like, is, is there's never been a time where you looked at a 14 year old and thought 
wow, she's really hot. Exactly. And Joe's like, eh, no, man, there's no way. And I'm like, bullshit. I'm like, lies. No, nope. yeah. Lies. I, wrong. I, I, wrong. Don't be rude. Like, I. Wrong. Okay. <laughs> Not, no, wrong. I don't think I've, well, I think I've told you when I was, when I was 19. You have told me this story. Yes. There was a 14 year old uh, in my circle of influence. And she, to be perfectly honest, made advances in my direction um, and initiated the conversation uh, and the relationship, mm-hmm. if you will. Uh, it never was anything. We were never dating or anything like that. Um, but that, that that was the scenario. And that being said, everybody that knew her then can could fully back me up without any without any. Um, uh, hesitation at all they could all easily say that she looked older than 14 mm-hmm. i mean that not even not like and i'm not even talking you know elbowing your buddies and saying like check this out i just mean anybody that knew her at that time would would say that yeah so um but yeah it was pretty weird and i kind of pulled the plug on it because i was like yeah this is giving me the heebie-jeebies here and i don't feel like <coughs> i don't feel like this is gonna <coughs> I don't feel like this is going to work. I'm sorry for all the coughing, by the way. I have a little tickle. It mm. just won't go away. Well, down some more beer. I'm going to drown it sure with some more beer. Fun. That's right. <laughs> you know, uh, I'd like to look back over past episodes and see whether mm-hmm. the coughing has increased or decreased since Freddie the Cunt joined us. Do you think? You know, I, I believe it would be an interesting scientific experiment. Yeah, she is the lead suspect in the case of who gave Matt pink eye. <laughs> and, and who are the subsequent suspects? That's the question. Well, Jason's one of I them. Because I haven't farted on your pillow in a long time. Uh, <laughs> Jason maybe not wiping his butt after he touches the PlayStation controller. Who knows? Perhaps. Or maybe the PlayStation controller went... We can just leave that as is. Oh, God. It does vibrate. Oh, God. <laughs> That's too dark. No. <laughs> Oh God! I'm just saying. Oh, I want to think twice before you hit that Skyrim, man. Now it's worth it. <laughs> it's Skyrim. It's Skyrim. I mean, come on, it's worth it. Anyways, uh, last last point I want to make about about Milo Yiannopoulos uh, is that uh, the left is so, and the right too. Who am I kidding? The right too. We all cherry pick. Oh, yeah, uh, what's right and wrong, yeah. And, of things, yeah. only to make our point. And the hypocrisy is, <laughs> is strong So across the board. Talking about what what, what uh, Milo Yiannopoulos said, and I kind of just gave the gist of his argument, made some qualifiers for it, my views on it. Uh, in a world where that gets you, 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 makes you lose your job, and makes half the people in the country hate you, Mm-hmm. Why have we not done this to Lena Dunham, mm-hmm. who in her autobiography wrote about how she was victimized? At well, 14, no, no, no. 13? Wrote about how at fourteen year old years old she victimized her sister. Oh yeah, that's right. Starting yeah, when she was right. an infant, continuing on until she was like four or five years old. Now this is Lena Dunham when she's fourteen, victimizing an infant, and carrying on with it until she's eighteen years old. This is an 18-year-old mm-hmm. victimizing a 4-year-old. Both girls, but still. 
And that is perfectly acceptable. But Milo, who was the victim, making fun of and making light of and justifying the attraction for uh, and Young not Flesh the act itself. and not the act of itself, is the one who's crucified. Whereas Lena Dunham, who is American royalty of the left. Right, will all turn into girls. <coughs> and the next thing she writes on Salon or Huffington Post will we'll all read. She's been groomed. Share man to be the mouthpiece for the social justice warrior movement and she is to a very large degree yeah yeah i agree i like girls but i mean i like the gender (laughs) Uh, not so much the television this show the television show is kind of a self-indulgent um it's it's a self indulgent work to or self indulgent show. No, it's not. It's a self indulgent show um, to appeal to the victimhood of uh, feminist and f- the the female gender in this country. I can see that. Yeah, I mean every insta insta ho insta ho uh, with her, you know, <laughs> tweeting or gramming about her Starbucks. Come on. <laughs> 50 million people in this country get Starbucks every single day. Okay. <laughs> Do you really think that... Over you, 1 billion served. Your <laughs> picture of a Starbucks holiday cup with a frothy, foaming, delicious latte in it is worth the information... That it data, takes to present it. <laughs> that it takes? <clears throat> Fucking worthless, man. <laughs> Matt's so grumpy. I think it's, I think we have a perfect storm of the pink eye and the tickle and the the beer and I'm only grumpy when I think about women. <laughs> How terrible they've been to me over my life. Yeah, but you'd love one right now, though, wouldn't you, Matt? God, I would, I would, I would give up anything that I had right now for a good woman. I'm talking a good one, not, right? Right. Okay. Not Alina Dunham. Exactly. Like I don't <laughs> don't want someone who's coming. You know. Uh, natural hair coming color, in, please. Coming, coming in here with ideas and shit. Exactly. That's no right. tattoos, no piercings. Natural yeah. hair color, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. It's, that's a, I know that's a tall order. That's it is a little tight. In I, don't, I don't like girls who have tattoos, man. I just don't. Not even a. Not even like a tiny. Not even like a taste. A little heart. No no, no. 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 Not even. Not even like a Harambe in the lower lip. Oh, <laughs> I mean, if it was a Harambe tribute. It was like a classic Pepe. He's gone, meme. but non not forget. Yeah, what if she had Pepe? <coughs> what if she had a tiny Pepe, like on her, like on her, on her? Uh, what is that? You know, back there, that you know, the tramp stamp area. Yeah. What if there was just a tiny, like winking Pepe with a thumbs up, with a Donald Trump thumbs up? I mean, I'd be okay with that. And the Pepe had uh, had uh, a hat on, and it said "Make tattoos great again." Um, I didn't think I'd be. Okay. I mean, that's a pretty large tattoo. <laughs> At that point, if you're putting script on the hat of That's the Pepe. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, we'll find you a girl, man. Eventually. Eventually. R, change my view. What is that? Something I don't want to go to. Former people President post, Carter. People post their, their viewpoint, and Scott then people try Pruitt's to emails. change it. Police began arrest at Standing Rock. Uh. Man spits in baby's face and tells mother white people shouldn't breed. 
Okay. I'm just reading headlines. Arlington preschool teacher fired over, quote, kill some Jews, tweet, another anti-Semitic post. What's the issue? (laughs) As long as they're not teaching history. Uh, House approves bill to let people as young as 18 carry a concealed weapon. You're welcome, America. $55, a phone and an iPod. Two teens shot 14-year-old girl in the back of the head, authorities say. Big banks rack up $6.4 billion in ATM and overdraft fees. Off-duty LAPD officer opens fire during confrontation with teens. Man kicked off flight for racist remarks. I don't know. None of that piqued my interest enough to actually click on it. Hmm. Uh, did you see that? <laughs> did you see that theory going around that uh, uh, the Walking Dead and Breaking Bad are tied in with one another? I've heard. No, I've. I've. That's a. That's a pretty old theory, though. Oh, is it? Yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe it just hit Facebook. Yeah, because I think it's been on, around Reddit for a while. Well, I think one of the one of the theories the, the theories that <coughs> God, <laughs> no, I honestly, I have not coughed it's like this cat. all day. It's the cat, and in days and weeks. But or, we sat down voodoo, here, or it's voodoo. It's either the cat or voodoo. We sat down at the table. And I immediately got a little tickle in the back of my throat, and I've been doing all I can to not not cough. And I don't know why, because I've been perfectly fine for for weeks. Did you smoke today? I'm like no weed. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> two, three hours ago. It's like four bong loads, Addison. <sighs> Whatever. It was a no, day off. I wish I could smoke four bongs in a day, man. I I don't have the cash to throw around that kind of weed. <coughs> Like three, four hours ago, yeah. I thought weed was super cheap nowadays. Yeah, but I'm if 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 fifty cents worth of weed gets me high, then why why the hell smoke four dollars worth? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, you're a pragmatist after my own heart, Matt. I I appreciate that. And when my wife inevitably dies young of soda intake, I'm gonna oh. marry you. Well, that would be degeneracy. Actually, she's she quit soda. I don't know if I told you that. Could, could we get married just for the health insurance benefits? Then we should be able to. And then, I think like, so. we just don't won't bang. Well, yeah, there'll be no sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can we can equally split things, and you can clean and take care of me like like a good woman should. Because uh, <laughs> I'm a slob, you know it. It's not. Uh, it's just the way that it is. Yeah. Um, as long as I can just sit at home all the time and do the super simple, easy. Job of raising children. I mean, that's not a big deal. <laughs> I mean, Matt, what do I you... what do I have to do? Like watch television and get fat all day? I mean, come on. Like, what else is there? If you're if you're down, I'm down. Are, are you open to watching our kids? I mean, I, like like you... for like like for a period of time for two hours, three hours. I would do it. Because it's hard for us to find time to, well, time to do anything. But do you want to trust me with your children? I don't have a reason not to. I mean, you, uh, really. I would do my yeah, best with at your the children. Base, at, the, at the very, at the, <coughs> you know what the base requirement is for watching my kids? Keeping them alive. That's it. You don't even have to keep them happy. For all children. I, I really don't even care. Like, you can just scream at them the whole time. I mean, I've changed, I've changed dozens and hundreds of diapers in my lifetime. It, and that part's, oh, yeah, pretty simple. Oh, and oh, only the ones in diapers. The other yeah. one uses the pisser. In fact, I've changed diapers of five of my seven brothers and sisters. Nice. Have you ever changed any adult diapers? Because that's weird. No, no. Good. 
I mean, unless when that time I pooped myself at Six Flags and right. then had to go home and clean up. Right. That, unless that counts. Technically, right. I mean, I guess so. I've never been to Six Flags. That's a lie. You've never been to Six Flags? Never. Nope, not once. Never going to go either. Have you, but you've been to Silver Dollar City, though. Uh, once, yes. As a good Christian boy. Yes, yes. That's right. I, I am going <laughs> to heaven, so I've been to Silver Dollar City, okay, obviously. Good. Yeah. But I've never been to Six Flags. Living really? within, you know, the 45 minutes, an hour that it takes to get there. Yeah. Never been. That's crazy, man. Yeah. You want to go this summer? No. <laughs> What's wrong with... <coughs> Is it the people? Sorry. No. It's the fact that I've lived 30 years now yeah. in the St. Louis area. Uh-huh. Never in St. Charles. And have had dozens of opportunities to go to Six Flags. Never once did it. And I'm going to keep that streak alive. All right. On my deathbed, on my 175th birthday. <laughs> I'm going to look in the eyes of my, my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren, my great-great-grandchildren. Right. Well, better better push forward this fine matter woman thing, Matt. And I'm going to look into the eyes of... Well, who are we, who are we kidding? You got 125 years to go. So exactly. I'm going to look into the eyes of my four wives. <laughs> right. Because by then, Sharia law, I'm sure, will be a thing. I'm going to look in the eyes of my four wives, and I'm going to say... <laughs> worldwide, by the way. Worldwide. Right. I'm going to say... Worldwide Sharia law. My proudest accomplishment is that I never went to that stupid hellhole <laughs> that is Six Flags. <laughs> and then I die. <laughs> and the whole family just gasps. Yeah. Yeah. And then they go to Six Flags. And then they read the will and realize that, that you left it all to me and not them. Well, you've been dead. All 60 bucks. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Good point. Because when I was 135, I kind of had a spiritual awakening at your grave, <laughs> like thinking about you and all the great times we'd had. And yeah. Like I, 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 I realized that my life wasn't over yet. And so I went out, and even though my wives had already long since passed. Right. <coughs> the four of them that are standing at your grave? Or standing out, at your deathbed? I went out, converted to Islam, got myself four new, new young wives. wives. There you go. Yes. Yeah, the spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it is a decent religion. You get to kill people that don't believe the same as you and have more Point. than one wife. Point. I mean... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guns. Apparently everyone who's Muslim has a gun. I... Yeah. Another point. You do have to get down on your knees and pray like seven times a day. Yeah, but that's only if you're devout. Like, you know, you can kind of get away okay. with, yeah, you no, know, yeah. just doing that, you know, when the imam's in town. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not too bad of religion. You do have to give up bacon. <coughs> All right, we're, we're just going to have to yeah. get this. This is ridiculous. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you? Because my eyes sorry, are all watery. My sinuses are blowing up. Because if you were if you were sorry, there's something you would kill the cat and quit smoking. There's something. It's the cat. I'm telling you, it's the cat. Jeez, I don't know what it is. Pets, you know, pet dander. No, their feces. <laughs> I can't even. I know. I can't even keep it together. And it's not the. It's not the alcohol. That's this a... is like beer five. <laughs> no, I know. And like it's not, it's not. It's I'm telling you, it's the cat because you know I've told you I get. It's itchy not the when smoking. I leave here, I've, right? I've had I've had like three cigarettes all day, and a half a bowl three hours ago. So there's nothing to do, man. Mm. I don't know what. God, free to you, bitch. Free to you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the cat, man. And and even if it's not, whatever I can do to turn you against the cat. 
<laughs> it's gonna be what I'm gonna do because I hate that. I hate that cat, man. I hate that cat. But occasionally, sh- it's. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for tuning in. Occasionally she purrs and rep. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.